<laughs> Welcome, you guys, to my first, my very, 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 very first episode of I Eat Memes. Um, it's your boy, Original Gringo, here. <laughs> Welcome, guys. I know 100% of you guys are from my Instagram. Um, um, I'm happy you guys decided to subscribe and add and listen to me and all that. Um, if you're a sensitive piece of shit, you could unsubscribe and stop listening to this podcast right now. This is not for you. Okay, let's get the ball rolling. <laughs> this is new to me, guys. Well, right now I'm winging it. I'm winging this shit right now. Okay. Um, it's naturally right. It's only right for me to introduce myself the right way. My name is Original Gringo. My real name is Wayne Anthony Jr. Um, nice to meet you all. And later on, <clears throat> later on in my podcast, not this episode, but, um, my, my team will be joining in. We'll be chiming in on these episodes. Um, yes, sir. The whole squad. I know y'all want to see that happen. And thank you guys for encouraging me to make this podcast happen. Um, if it wasn't for you guys hitting me up in my DMs, um, um, dropping all those comments and keep reminding me, oh, um, you should make a podcast. You guys should make a podcast. You guys should make a podcast. So it's finally here. Why I eat memes? Because I really wanted to put I eat ass or ass eatery or something like that. But um, I don't think a lot of people are going to want to share that. Um, so, 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 so blunt and so outrageous you know what i mean um memes represent me um memes memes are what got me here um essentially um memes have been a big part of my life and as you all know us meme creators we try really hard to entertain you guys each and every fucking day so um, for those of you who have been following me for almost four years, I appreciate you guys. Um, new followers, welcome, um, to my page. Welcome to my podcast. And, um, we, we will be discussing a lot of things from who am I, where I was born and raised, um, how did I start up my Instagram why did I have on podcasts and um, just to, just to name a few, a number of things, but let's just get to know me first, right? <laughs> so as I said before, my name is Wayne Anthony Jr. I was born and raised in Kingston, Jamaica, in a small small little community called Walton Park Road. Um, I got an accent, and you just gotta deal with it. <laughs> I'm, 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 you, you guys don't know how hard it is for me to talk the way I'm talking right now. (laughs) 
my accent is really fucking strong. If I should talk like how real Jamaicans talk, if I should talk in patois, you guys would not understand a word that came out that coming out of my mouth. So this is the best I could do. Um, some people will like my accent, some people won't. But as I said before, it's your choice. If you don't want to be here, you could just um, go. <laughs> okay. All right. So I was born and raised Walton Park Road. Yo, my mother used to beat my fucking ass, yo. My mother used to bust my ass. I remember this one time. Um, This one time I fucking sneak out. Let's talk about Jamaica for a second. Um, Jamaica is not a, it's not a fucked up place like a lot of people make it seem because I, I, the stigma around Jamaica is, uh, we're all fucking thieves and we rob people and shit like that. That's not, that's not, that's not us. That's just a stupid stigma. Anywhere in the world you go, you will get robbed if you go to the wrong place. You know what I mean? If you go to the wrong place, you will get robbed. So it's not only Jamaica. It's just a fucked up stigma. But, um, yeah, certain areas in Jamaica, you can't go at night. You will get fucking robbed. But it's not all of Jamaica, goddammit. <laughs> Y'all make it seem like the whole Jamaica is bad. But my mother used to beat my ass, yo. I remember this one time I snuck out the house. Uh, to go look at ass, actually. There was, there was like a strip club on the top of the road where I used to go as a kid. I used to I used to play pool right on the top of the road. My mother always tell me, don't let me catch your fucking ass. Like, yo, don't let me catch your ass out there and I'll bust your ass. Uh, translation, she was like, do not, if I catch your ass out there any give, at any given time, I'm going to kill you. Not literally kill me, but I knew, I knew exactly what she meant. So I wasn't fucking fucking around. Um, so I waited for hours, for hours, hours, hours until she finally went to sleep. And um, I even made ginger tea for her. Some people don't believe ginger tea is a form of uh, tranquilizer, if I should say myself. Um, it works for my mother. Whenever she drinks ginger tea, she never wakes up, no matter how, if she drinks ginger tea now, she goes to sleep now, and she don't wake up until the next day, so I made her some nice, strong ginger tea, and she went to sleep, and um, that, that fucking, that, that time, I remember it so well, because I got, I got beat up so bad, um, I, when she, when she fell asleep, I went in my room, and I used to always watch movies on the TV of people tying up sheets together and throwing it through the window and climbing down and shit. I never did I never did that. I tried it but it didn't work. It didn't work for me. So what I did was I opened my room window, I locked my door from the inside, opened my room window, and I threw pillows. I threw my pillows out the window. So when I fall if I fall through the window i'm not gonna fall that hard and i actually jumped and landed on my four pillows and it hurt like a motherfucker but i didn't give a fuck <laughs> i didn't give a fuck so 
I went out the road. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I fucking went out there. I was looking at ass shaking. Oh, shit. It was so fucking amazing. I was looking at ass shaking. Um, people out there playing pool. I I went over there. I fucking spent money on beer, playing pool. Uh, I, I even lost it for a second. I actually went there, put money in one of the girls' um, underwear that she had. And she, and she was shaking it, shaking it. And she started dancing on me and all that. And people had their phones out. The, back then, they had people had their Motorola um, BlackBerry phones. And people had their Razor phones, too. And I had a little Razor. This one guy, I remember him, um, like, vividly. I remember him using his phone and recording me. He's like, yo, you getting it in? Like, he basically, I'm just... That's not how he said it, but I'm just trans- translation. He was like, yo, you you getting it in? You getting it in, huh? <laughs> so I was like, hell yeah. When I looked to my right, my mother was right fucking dead. You know what it is? Later on in life, I found out. I found out how she woke up and everything. Um, And I'm going to I'm gonna get to that actually right now. At first, I had no clue. I had no clue how she fucking found out, how she woke up to find out that I'm not in the room. But now, recently she told me, she fucking told me that a neighbor, and this was, this is like seven years later she told me that shit. A nosy neighbor, I I will not call her name, I won't put her name out there, but she saw me, she knew I wasn't supposed to be on the street at that time. She saw me. She ain't say shit. I guess she was looking through her window, saw me walking up the top of the road, called my mother immediately, and she didn't get my mother on the phone. Obviously, my mother is asleep. At 11 o'clock at night, my mother's asleep. She, she went out of her fucking way, went to my mother's house, banged on the fucking gate. The dog started barking. I used to, R.I.P. Lucky, my, my dog I used to have. Um... All the loud barking woke my mother up. She went out. She spin, spilled the beans. And my mother was there standing up. So let's go back to where I saw my mother. I fucking saw my mother looking at me. Me and her eyes making fours. And um, my heart fell to my feet, guys. Like, I that was the scariest shit I've ever encountered in my fucking life. Like, if looks could kill, I would have been dead. Like, my mother was looking directly in my face. She ain't saying nothing. She ain't embarrassed me on it. Because usually, she do that shit. Like, she, she, she's known for embarrassing the fuck out of me. So, what, what I did was, I just moved slowly to the side from who I was, the, 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 the fucking bitch I was dancing on. And um, I walked around, and I went to her. And I just started crying. Like, I knew what it was already because she had a long, she had a mop stick. She had a mop stick in her hands. I knew I was going to get it. So I started crying. I started crying because I knew what it was. Uh, I just like, I gave up. Like, okay, I give up, beat my ass right now. And she actually didn't fucking, she had, she didn't hit me while I was talking, like, while I was crying and looking in her face. She, she ain't swung 
Like usually, like everybody's telling me why you didn't run, why I didn't want to run because no matter what I do, I'm going to get the dose of, 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 of beating. I'm going to get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So might as well give in. So while I was bawling, I was fucking crying my eyes out. She still ain't say shit to me. I thought, I was like, yo, listen, I don't know what's going on. I was like, mommy, what's going on? And I'm sorry, you know, I wanted to come out here and, you know, I, I never go out, you know, I don't go out and I just be in the house and, you know, I play sports, whatever, whatever. But my friend was out here and he told me about tonight and that's why I did it while you were sleeping. And all that came out of her mouth, she, she wasn't even mad at the fact that I had left the house. She was freaking mad because the pillows, <laughs> wait for it, <laughs> the pillows that she paid her money for, I decided to throw them through out the window <laughs> and dirty them up. Like, I'm like, so in my mind, I'm like, she investigated, she fucking figured out a way, she used, a, there was a crowbar in the, in the kitchen she probably went for it because when I when I got home, my fucking room door, the lock on the, the door was busted out. Like she pried the door open and I guess she looked through the window and see. And the first thing she saw was the pillows on the floor. She ain't care what the fuck happened to me. Like you, are, you ain't know if somebody kidnapped me. But then again, the neighbor already spilled the beans. So as I was walking to go home, I felt like, the world came down on me and squished me like a fucking bug. Like the first, the first hit I got across my back was like every hit I got in my back is like she said something out of her mouth. So the first hit, like wham, my fucking pillows, huh? My fucking pillows that I paid my money for, blah 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 blah. Yo, the only thing I could remember was me. Reaching in the house and still getting my ass beat. And she, was, she wasn't trying to hear why I was out at that time. Yo, let me tell you guys something. I never, ever, ever took this such a long break from just, isolate, just isolating myself, not going nowhere. I was home for almost... Seven months, I didn't go no. I didn't go to, I didn't go next door to play, um, cricket or, or football. Um, I used to play tennis too. I used to do all sorts of shit. I did not go out. I did not leave the house. The only thing I left the house for was to, um, go to school and go right back. I didn't even go right um. Um, bike riding I used to ride bike I used to do so many activities back home the the beating it, it wasn't because of the beating that I got it was because I didn't want to piss my mother off again you know what I mean like I gave myself six to seven months to just break like I leave go to school come home do my homework and go to sleep because she was fucking pissed. So I realized why she was really pissed too. The pillows, I couldn't even use those pillows again. Because they, they I guess I, there was mud down there to, out the window. And they just got fucked up. So, um, said all that to say, 
I was raised differently, man. Like, there's so much shit back home that you guys have no idea. Back home as in Jamaica. Um, fast forward, my mother always been strict. And I feel like that's why I'm such a respectable man um, to this day. Um, anybody from the Caribbean listening to this right now, they know that parents from the Caribbean, they don't play that shit. You know, um, so me, I became, I became a, 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 I grew up to be a great man. Like everything I do in my life, I remember my mother, some advice that my mother, she done gave me like a thousand advice in my life. But every situation I'm in, I always hear my mother's voice in my head. So I guess, you know. Um, reason why I don't mention my father, my father much, because my mother and my father, they split from, uh, from when I was like six, seven years old. And my, my father lived in a whole different parish parish as in like, uh, how should I put it? Like state, like I used to live in Kingston. He lives in St. Elizabeth. Um, that's like me living here in the Bronx and him living in Florida. So he was just in a whole another state. Um, they split up. They stopped. They they cool with each other, but they just wasn't together. From I was a young, like seven eight. From I was like six seven eight. I, from 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 what I could remember, they they were never together. Um, I I always ask her what happened between she and my father. You know, she never. Uh, There's one time she she tried to tell me that it just didn't work out, and she was like. Some things just don't work out, and I never understood, but, you know, it is what it is. Not to lay on that too much, um, my parents, they were just never together at all. But my father only played 20% role in my life. Um, he he just used to come look for me a few times, um, send me money, and um, that's about it. Never used to just, never raise me in any way, shape or form. You just used to send me, like, take care of me financially for a period, a period of my life. Um, when I was, like, 16, 17, he stopped doing all that. So, um, anyway, um, <clears throat> so, yeah, there's a few things that you guys don't know that happened in Jamaica. Um, like, example, growing up around... I used to go to I used to go to Arden High School before I went to college in um UTech. I used to go to UTech. Um that's University of the Technology um college. I used to go to that college. So anybody that that's Jamaican that's hearing that I used to go to UTech. That's the college that I went to, graduated with my degrees and all that. But while in high school, um I was a wild fucking kid. Um, I was a wild kid, um, wild as in not doing fuckery. I used to have friends that do fuckery, like do gangster shit, but I used to be wild as in having, I was a womanizer. I used to have a lot, a lot, a lot of girls. Um, I was the, I, we had a group. And there's like certain roles that we each play in the group that we was in. It was a group of like five of us. So there was this one guy, one of one of one out of the five of us, 
um, is a great mechanic. He always used to drive to school and whatnot. And um, <clears throat> another, my, my other two friends, which I, which they will remain anonymous, um, were just gangsters. They just, they just about that life. And my other friend, he's just like the brains out of all of us. Like any shit that we want to find out, we go to him and he takes care of it. Now I, like me, I was the womanizer. I was the, the ladies man out of the group. Um, I was that nigga, you know what I mean? So whenever any of them want any girls or they see somebody they like, um, I don't like to use the word pimp, but like any girls that they see from high school that they like, they come to me. And I always be the one to set them up. And I always go to the girl and be like, yo, listen, this is my man right here. Get him, you know, get to him. You know what I mean? So... I always had that was my correct correct um that was my character back in high school. Um so with that being said, hooking up with all these girls it there's like there's like a big stigma for those of you who don't know. Um you're not gangster. If you eat pussy, you're you're considered uh outcasts um you're not gangster and growing up it used to cross my mind a lot but the ogs from back home always taught us from young don't eat pussy so i'm gonna give you guys a perfect example there's this one time I witnessed a a, a guy actually i was the one that set him up i set up um this one he was not a part of my group that we was in high school, but he was like a kid that, you know, he was a cool dude. And there was one girl that I was messing around with, not not in messing around as in fucking or whatever, but me and her was cool. She liked him and he liked her too, you know, and I, I set it up, you know, um, after me setting them up the following week, they beating his ass like. A group of uh, of one guys down the hallway, they beating his ass. They beating his ass. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So when we did our little investigation, we went to the info dude, and the brains dude from our group, he came bu- came back to us, reported to us that this is what happened. She did a she made a video of him eating her pussy, and it got leaked, and because of that, they were beating his ass. Now, I'm going to let you guys digest that for a second. Digest that for a second. They was beating his ass because he had pussy. He had pussy for dinner. And the video got leaked. And that's why they was beating his ass. So, I'm telling you guys that because that was the thing. Eating pussy, doing all that freaky shit was... It was like against the law. You know what I mean? It was like you're not getting locked up for it, but you're going to get chastised for it. You're going to get beat up for it. You're going to get, trust me. So imagine me, that's a womanizer, the, 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 the man, the pimp, the, 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 the ladies man that, that, that everybody looked to, you know, to look up to and all that. 
and, and, and imagine me going through that situation where they caught me eating pussy or something like that. I, I was I was a hundred percent against it. Against it, it was just not in me. Like it crossed my mind one time, but I did I didn't do it. I did not do it for a long long period of time. It wasn't until I fucking graduated high school and went to college my mind kind of shifted because I wasn't in that I wasn't in that 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 atmosphere anymore. That 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 stigma that that goes around where whereas when I'm in college um started thinking for myself. I, I always like wondered why the fuck why is why is it that we can't eat pussy but but women are allowed to 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 top us off. Like trust me, back in high school I used to walk past girls no homo shit, but like it's right there in the hall um next to the physical education um room the uh, where we used to do PE. Right in there where the gym classes is. I used to Girls used to be on their knees, topping dudes off, like giving head. I'm like, that was such a norm that I just walked past it. That's like, that's like me seeing somebody smoking a cigarette. That's how much of a business I. I that's how much I cared. Like I just walked past like nothing. But when I when I graduated and I ended up in um in college, that's when I was solo because, um. I was the only one from my group that graduated high school. Um, even the brains dude, he didn't, you know, he didn't make it that far. Um, he passed away, RIP to him. Um, but I graduated. I was the only one that made it to college out of my group. And um, so I was solo. So I used to just think for myself, like, I was still the womanizer that, that that I was from high school, but my mind changed. I always believe in equality. You know what I mean? I always believe in like if I'm eating, if 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 I could eat pussy, that would be that would be equality. You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck is it okay for a woman to be sucking my dick all these years and I can't return the favor? Uh, it, it used to bother me. I, it used to bother me. It used to bother me. It used to bother me until, until, one time I said to myself, "Fuck this shit. I'm gonna show out. I'm gonna do what I really wanna do." So that's when my I decided to. I'm gonna be a hundred percent unfiltered here, um, because this is my podcast. Um, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. I'm not going to go around the bushes. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm going to tell the truth. I cheated. Like, I I was a cheater. Like, I was with my girlfriend that I decided, I don't know why I decided to do this, but I decided to settle down, get in a relationship. I'm like, I'm in college. I'm not getting any, any younger. Let me just do this and settle down. So I used to settle down this one girl, which, which she's going to be nameless on this podcast, um, my ex-girlfriend. So I was with her. Um, and the whole time I was with her, um, I, I was cheating on her, but at the same time, she wanted me to eat her pussy. And I said to myself, if I ain't, if I ain't never eaten no pussy before, and it's always been in my mind to do this shit, why not? That's what I said to myself. And this one time, remember it was Valentine's, Valentine's day. And I showed the fuck 
out. You hear me? I showed the fuck out. She was, I even lifted her up. She was all on my face. I was eating pussy. My first time ever eating pussy. <laughs> I was like, yo, fuck this stigma. I don't give a fuck about this stigma. I don't give a fuck at this shit. Go out. I don't care if she tell her friends. I don't care. I don't care if she... I don't care. I was like, I'm doing this and I don't, I, I don't care about the repercussions. So, you know, she'd enjoy, she enjoyed it. We all, we, we, then from that, that was, this was like a year and a half in our relationship. We decided to just fuck it. She already knew what it was. She already knew that I'm not supposed to be eating pussy. You know what I mean? But I told her I, I didn't care. You know what I mean? And it happened that I was broken out. I, from that day on, it's like I got baptized in eating pussy, and I and I and I just became that freak. So, um, my 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 name, my my name, I had a name. It's hard for me to tell you guys this, but my real name was supposed to be Fantai, right? Um, it's spelled F-A-N-T-A-U. My grandfather, my grandfather is Chinese, 100% Chinese. My grandmother, she's Jew, 100% Jew. So that leaves my mother to be half Jew, half Jewish, and half Chinese. Um, my father, he's half Negro and half Indian, right? Um, so... Fantai was supposed to be my name. Fantai in Chinese means more life, um, doing what you feel like doing. And they, they, they have a word for it, but I'm telling you the meaning of it. It's like f- free life, um, more life as in um, long life, long living, and doing what you want to do without thinking about people's people's thoughts like that was the meaning of the name the name the name came from an eagle like you that eagle be flying and the eagle don't give a fuck about nothing the eagle just do what the fuck the eagle want to do swoop down get his prey and live 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 his life so my mother told my grandfather no she don't want to name me that now i'm telling you all that to to to, to tell you where um Everybody, even my ex-girlfriend, she used to call me, she used to go, she, she used to call me gringo. And the reason why she called me gringo, she's like, if I can't call you Fantai, I'm gonna call you gringo. Because you always doing what the fuck you want to do and you don't give a fuck about what people think. And you're living a wonderful, clean life. And if I can't call you Fantai in front of your family, because that's what you are. And I feel like your grandfather see, saw that through you from a young age. I'm going to call you gringo. So right there and then she started calling me, um, she started calling me gringo. Um, but I asked her, where did she hear that from? You know what I mean? Mind you, I'm, I'm, I use, she was a friend, she was a friend of, the group, the group of the group of guys from from back in my high school, and I know for a fact that them they used to call me Gringo, and I did not 
like it. You know what I mean? I didn't like it. I, I didn't know the meaning behind it. I, I was like, what the fuck is that? So she was, she was, uh, let me tell you how the relationship is. She lived in, she, she lived in Marvely. Marvely is like five minutes away from the high school that I used to go to attend. So a friend of the guy, one of the guys in my group. So I want you to pay attention to this. This is how all this tied up. A friend of the guys, a friend of the guys in, 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 in the group. All right, let's say the guy I'm talking about, his name is Sean. His name is not really Sean, but I'm just, just for you guys to understand better. So Sean was dating her sister at the time. So, so she didn't attend my high school, my ex-girlfriend. She didn't attend my high school. She, so, so the sister went back and tell, tell her. So I met her through the sister. And so like later on when me and her started dating and we got together and all that, that's when she's telling me the backstory of how she, she knew me as gringo. Um, so she asked, so Sean knew the meaning of it. Sean knew the meaning of it. So he told the, 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 the girl that he dealing with, that's her sister. And she told me, like, that's a, that's dope. Like, the story behind it is dope. Like, I want to call you Fanta, but you already told me, don't call call you that around your family members and all that. So I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. Um, My name is not Fanta, but it's cool. You could call me Gringo because all my friends from high school, that's what they call me. And as I said before, the guy, guys, as I said before, the meaning of Gringo is more life, um, long lasting life, um, long lasting life, wild, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Don't give a fuck about people's thoughts and people's opinion and just do you like, and that's how I believe people should people, you should go through life, not giving a fuck about what people have to think about you. Like, that's why I feel like that's why the world is so sensitive, man. Like people care about what people think more than what they really want to do with their lives. Like let's say example. Let's say you thinking about something to do business-wise and your friends say, "Nah, that's a bad idea. You shouldn't do it. It's not for you." You're going to cancel that from your head. You that's not going to be in your notes anymore. You're going to be like, "Oh shit." My friends tell me no, so I ain't going to do it. You should go through life not giving a fuck about what people think or say or people's opinions. So with that being said, Fantai is F-A-N-T-A-U. It means the real meaning is not giving a fuck about what people think about you, not caring about opinions, not caring about people's thoughts, um, living your best life, just doing you. So it all boils down to gringo. That's the meaning of gringo. Gringo is YOLO. You only live once. You only live once. Live your best life. Don't give a fuck about what people think. So that's why a lot of people, they they telling me that gringo is um, like Spanish, like Hispanic people, Hispanic people think like this is the meaning. Uh, I should get the dictionary or whatever. But the meaning, uh, it, it, don't 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 judge me if I'm wrong. But I think the meaning of it is, um, white American, um, 
and Hispanic people, people from Hispanic like Mexico, DR, Puerto Rico, if a white man goes there or whatever, or if, if a white man go to Mexico, they call him gringo. And I can understand that, you know, but in Jamaica, it's a different meaning. In Jamaica, it means more life, not giving a fuck about what people think about you, and just going through life, doing you. And I've always been that person, not giving a fuck, doing me. And that's why I was, I was, I, did, I consider myself a wild, a wild guy growing up. I was always fucking wilding, always. And that's part of the reason why me and my ex didn't work out because after a while she figured that she figured me out that I was not someone tamed. I was not that tamed individual that she, she wanted me to just, you know, not cheat on her, just be loyal. You know what I mean? All she wanted from me was loyalty and, um, I couldn't give her that. You know what I mean? I've always been that wild, that wild gringo. You know, um, YOLO, you only live once. And, and I told, I told myself, I, I don't want like, dude, relationships to me back then was like somebody hog tying you, tying your feet down, tying your hands and putting a fucking tape over your mouth. I, I, I didn't want that. I didn't want nobody hog tying my life. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I was single for a long time, even through high school, even through high school, I was just single, but I always had bitches or I should say, I always had flings. Like I was always messing around with different, different women. And, um, my mentality back then was relationship means kids and relationship relationships means somebody hog tying your, your, your life, tying your hands and feet and putting you to the floor and Locking you down in a fucking house. And as I said before, earlier in the podcast, um, it, it, it just, it just dawned on me that, 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 that I'm in, I'm in I'm in college, right? I'm in college and I'm not getting any younger. I should just settle down. And that's why I was with my ex for two years until, you know, she broke up with me because I just kept cheating on her. You know, I didn't know how to stop cheating. I just I always mess around. So, um, fast forward a little bit. Um, after I just went back single again, um, I I was just there. I graduated college, got my degree. Um, I caught up with a job at the airport, and um, because I was in aviation and mechanical engineer, I was I had a a great job actually. And, um, my mother, she, a year before that, a year before I graduated college, she left Jamaica and she went to America. Um, so she came here and she just told me she wanted a better life for herself. And she came here, um, she got married and all that. And, um, she, she, she stayed with family because my grandmother was here for years, years. My grandmother was married for. And my my grandmother was 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 here in America for years, like almost twenty years plus. So my grandmother received her in her house, and after she got after after my mother settled down and all that, here, 
she always used to call me on the phone and be like, yo, you should come here. You should come here. It's a better life for you here, more money. And with the education that you have, with the education, with the education that you have right now, you could have a better opportunity here in America. And I just was telling her no because I kept saying no because I didn't know any better. Like I, I just know I just knew my life back in Jamaica was I was a shit. I moved out of the house. I had my own place. I had a great career. I had a great job. Um, <clears throat> I had my education. I could do any. I, I was just free like a bird in the sky. And um, everybody that. Everybody that 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 became my friend, um, that name Gringo stuck to me, and everybody just used to call me Gringo. So that's how I got the name Gringo. Um, separate and apart from that, fast forward a little bit more. My mother used to, oh, dude, my mother used to always tell me, just come to America. It's gonna be a better life for you. Just just come to America. Um, and. I always used to turn her down because I wasn't ready to get rid of weed because that process, it's a long process. And the first thing that came to my mind was, yo, listen, if I do this, I'm going to have to stop smoking weed. And I used to smoke weed every day. So that was something that was hard to give up. And um, I just got persuaded. And my mother told me, yo, listen, if you whatever you're making now, whatever paycheck you're making now, it's gonna double. It's gonna double up when you come here. So knowing myself, knowing how much I love money, I said, you know what? Let me go. So my sister already agreed, and my my little sister, she she or she left with my mother from then. So I was the only one from my family left back in Jamaica. So I decided I agreed to. So I quit smoking weed. Um, I did everything by the books what I should do. When I went to the embassy, um. I failed the medical, so I guess. I guess first offense they don't they don't try they they don't they don't penalize you for it, because I failed the drug test the 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 for, for the marijuana for the weed they they I guess the medical that I did. Somehow weed popped up in my system, um. So I was questioning how long I stopped smoking weed. I, I was like six months ago or so, and um. They told me it takes a year to fully get out of my system. So, first offense, I had to wait six more months. So, by the books, that's what you got to wait for. If 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 we if you do test positive for cannabis in your system, so I waited six more months, went back to the embassy, and um, when I went back to the embassy. The, the the I was testing negative for, for 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 marijuana. There was no more marijuana in my system, and um, my record. I have I've always remained. I've always, as I told you, I wasn't no gangster in high school or college. I was always the ladies' man, so my record was always clean. You know, I was never a criminal. I never got into no criminal act or none of that. So my record was clean. Got I got my papers right away. I came up um, to New York. Was the my first stop was New York. So when I landed here, when I landed here in New York, my mother was there. Everybody, um, my family, they were all there because I because all my family left from Jamaica and came here. So um, 
I was like, yeah, <laughs> the Big Apple. I'm here now. <laughs> so this is 2000 and 2011. Um, I got here. So here... It was rough at first because the reason why it was so hard at first was I did not know that my credentials and my degree and everything, it doesn't roll, it doesn't roll over to here. Like I went to look for, I went everywhere. I went to Manhattan. Manhattan was my first stop. I went everywhere to, to find, to try to find a job um, that would accept my degree, that, I, that my degrees that I have. And no jobs wanted to take me. And that was, uh, that was like, uh, that was like, uh, a, a, a wall in front of me. Like I couldn't, like me, I always like to work for my money. And my mother didn't know that either. She thought that my degree and all my credentials, everything that I have from back home in Jamaica, it would just roll over and I would be, I would be good. Like, Bro, my degree, I have a degree in mechanical engineer. With that degree, I would have gotten a rewarding career here. But them motherfuckers, they wanted me to do college all over again. I'm like, hell fucking, I did six years in college. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no fucking way I'm going to do there's no fucking way I'm going to do six more years in college here. So I decided not to. Um, that, so I wasn't working for about a year. And um, so I decided to just do anything. The first thing that popped up, I decided to do. Ah, I decided to go in fucking construction, which was a big mistake. I got into construction I didn't last, I didn't last not two weeks. It was not for me. Them motherfuckers wanted me to go on the top of a roof in a, in 10 degrees and fucking, uh, fix a fucking roof. They, it was like roof working and them niggas, yo, I saw one of the dudes using the fucking nail and the hammer and I'm wondering how the fuck is his finger still on there? Like it was so fucking cold and I was that was it for me like how you doing roof work in 10 degree weather I'm like this ain't for me this ain't for me dog so I just decided to just stop and just so I went down I was like yo I was so fucking desperate I decided to take to take anything so uh, my cousin introduced me to um McDonald's I was like yo I ain't flipping no burgers man I ain't flipping no burgers. I'm not working for McDonald's. So he's like, nah, 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 nah. You could work for McDonald's, but you don't you don't gotta flip no burgers. You know what I mean? What they were looking for, they were looking for like a, a electrician, like somebody to maintain their machines. And um I took the job because they were paying great and all I had to maintain was their ice machine, their coffee machine, their washing machine and all that. I was I was good with my hands. I knew I knew all about it. that was my field. You know what I mean? So did that for a while until, and that's how I met my wife, by the way. Um, before I get into that, let's take a quick break. Now let's get back to the show. So yeah, yeah. So um, I fucking 
I met my I met Angela. I met my wife there because she was uh, um she was one of the cashiers there, and um that's how I fucking met my wife, yo. Um, but this was not until two years working for McDonald's. I I met her two years later after working there, and she actually got transferred from a different a different corp um uh, corp, because there was like the owner had like six McDonald's. And um, she was one of the, she was one of the top cashiers in um, in one of her McDonald's. The owner is a woman, so she Angela, uh, my wife, she got transferred. She got transferred from there to the store that I was working, and that's how I met her. Um, but um, I left there after I left from that job. After I left from McDonald's, I fucking. I mean, the last days of me working there, I was working on getting my CDL license. And um, I got it because I was always a driver from back home. I used to drive buses and all that, too. Like, in, even in high school, my little, my little one of my homeboys had a, had a minibus, and I was driving that shit all over. So I was like, you know what? Let me try, let me try getting my CDL license and working for the city. So... That's when I applied for MTA. I I applied for MTA f- two years two years prior to me getting my CDL license. Um, cause it was so easy. Everything was online. Everything everything you want to do is online. So I made sure I put my I put myself in there. It was like sixty five dollars to to apply. I applied. Um, I was taking evening classes for my CDL license. I went to DMV. Um, got it, and and it was history after that. Um, they called me up after I waited like a year or so, um, and I got the job and I was in and, um, my, my CDL license was like, I've always been a careful driver. They were looking for a driver that record was clean. And so my CDL license, class B license was clean. Um, so after that now, (laughs) I fucking started driving for the city, um, and here I am now. Um, now, how I started my Instagram page. Um, I started my Instagram page, like, in 2015. 2015? Like, late 2015 or so, I started my page. And... What better name to come up with than my name? Like, my name, my nickname is Gringo. So I was like, I tried to put Gringo and it didn't work. I guess somebody else, I think somebody else had that. So I just put original Gringo. And that was my name ever since. Um, I, 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 I first started my page, I used to post like anybody else, just like regular pictures. But 80% of what I used to post on my page was just recycled memes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I used to just post memes. So 80% of 80% of the shit that I used to post on my page was memes. And there was this one guy, his name he stopped making memes now, but his name is Delph. And um the same day I met Delph, Delph put me on um on how to make memes. So my my cousin, Supervillain, he was already in the meme game. So with Dilf and my cousin Supervillain, they both 
put me on and say and, and showed me how how it's done and how they they told me they use twitter they use this app they use that app and you know dilf and uh, my cousin supervillain you know they showed me the game they showed me the game and they the one thing that stuck to me that dilf told me um dilf told me listen just do do you and just now that you know how to make memes just when you make your memes, just be original and don't keep posting recycled stuff that's across the internet. People not gonna know. People not gonna want to be on your page. Shit that they see on the explore page, and they come on your page and see the same shit. They're not gonna follow you. They not be yourself. Start posting memes about your experiences. You know what I mean? So Dilf used to post. Dilf could post a fucking pencil and put a caption over it, and that shit hit. That's the that's that's how great Dilf was. And I didn't want to be I didn't want to be doing the same thing he's doing. Now Super Villain, my cousin on the other, other hand, he always used to post sexual memes and shit. So um the one advice that Super Villain told me, my cousin, the one advice he told me that stuck to me too was he was like Keep your work clean. Keep your memes clean. Make sure the clarity is great. Make sure, because I used, I used to make my own memes, but the picture quality of the meme that I use, uh, the picture that I used to make the meme was always some ugly shit, like some shit that's like, look like it been through World War X. <laughs> the shit was just not good. It was just not great quality. So he always just tell me that, listen, just keep your shit clean. Try to find a clean copy of a picture of anything that you're posting. It doesn't matter what it is. Always make sure your work, your, your, your meme, your memes are great A1 quality. So when people see it, they know it's brand new. They know it's you that make, make the meme. And from that day on, my meme started to look clean. Like I, I would not make, I would not put a meme if the clarity of the meme it is not 100%. And so, if you notice, Miss Lightskin, Mr. Left Hand, my cousin Supervillain, and me, our memes always look brand new. Like the quality of the meme. It don't look like it been through World War II. You know what I mean? It's always brand new. So, that's the advice they, they you know, told me. And then, after that, Dilf and Supervillain introduced me to Miss Lightskin. And then they introduced us to Mr. Left Hand. And that's how we all was just the Fantastic Five. It was me, Supervillain, Miss Lightskin, Mr. Left Hand, and Dilf. Unfortunately, Dilf retired in 2000, I think 2017, if I'm not mistaken. He just decided to move on with his life and live his best life and you know making memes was taking up taking a lot of his time up so he decided to quit and um yeah so so here we are today man my name is original gringo and y'all been great i'm thank you guys for listening to me you know Y'all just heard like an hour of my life, who I am and where I'm from. 
And um, in future episodes, y'all definitely gonna. I'm trying to. I'm gonna try to get my cousin on here, and um, we gonna chop it up. But yeah, man, that's how we are, man. We. I decided to. Oh, not to run away from the ass eating and the pussy eating. After I decided to to eat pussy, I started eating. I started eating pussy. And I'm like, yo, listen. Nobody's gonna ever know. So once I came to America, and I started wilding out, I ain't eat no ass, not just yet, but I started eating ass when I met my wife at the time. And every day <laughs> I was eating her ass, I was eating her pussy, and she was like, "Why you do? Why you love it so much? Why this and that and third? And I told her, I said, "Listen, back home in Jamaica." I, they would chastise me. They would beat my. They would beat my ass if I ever once mentioned that I'm eating pussy or if, or, or not to mention ass. If I was ever to eat ass back home in Jamaica, they would they would beat my ass. They would beat me up to death. <laughs> it's serious down there. So I told her that growing up, it was never something that I was able to do. So now that I'm here in America and everybody and their grandchild is doing it, why the fuck not? <laughs> you know what I mean? So after we got married, um, it's we're here today. Uh, up to this day, I still eat her ass. I still do all that freaky shit. So that all that shit, and if you notice our memes, all that shit portrayed. You know, memes like my memes, you see, and I've always had that fetish. I always like to sniff. I always like to smell a woman's pheromones. I don't care about how a woman smell because for some reason, the scent turns me on like a woman's pheromone. Um, my stink fetish, my aromatherapy. That's how I decided that. Oh, yeah, you coming from the gym. I want to smell that. You know what I mean? That always turned me on. So I always knew that that freaky shit, that shit, that freaky side of me, that that fetish that I have of of sniffing uh, dirty underwear, I always used to do it back home. But in Jamaica, where I never, I never got to eat in pussy. But ever since I got married, everything that I thought about to do, I did it with my wife. And you guys seen it in my memes. So I've always had these wild thoughts in my head and I put it down on pen and paper and I make make my great quality memes for you guys to entertain you guys and get you guys through your day. And I'm happy, man. I'm happy. What makes me happy is entertaining you guys. As long as I could get a DM that's, yo, gringo, you got me through my day, even though you wild as fuck, but it's in my head. That's the gringo in me. Whatever is in my mind, whatever is in my head, I put it down on paper. I make the meme. The great, whatever great quality meme you see on my page is a part of my experience and it's in my head. So, thank you guys for listening, man. My first episode of I Eat Memes. And, um, yeah. <laughs>